Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer Podcast. If you are a frequent listener, you know that this podcast is all about fat loss. If you are a new listener, welcome and get ready to learn so much more about fat loss, nutrition, and the mindset that goes with all of that. Can you guys hear the birds chirping in the background? It's an absolute amazing sound, like... I haven't heard them for a while. In the last couple of days, they're just chirping, chirping through the rains of Cape Town. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing a very important, a vital aspect to fat loss and being successful within fat loss. And what I'm going to be chatting about is overeating. Now you're probably wondering, how does overeating play a role in fat loss? Well, I'm going to tackle what you need to do the day after you have overeaten. And then I'm also going to chat on points and reasons as to why overeating takes place. And I think if you know all of this and you have the strategies to bounce back the next day after you have overeaten, it will definitely, definitely help with you staying on track, quote unquote, for moving forward with your weight loss goals and it will help you from stopping and starting over and over again. So it will help you create consistency within your plan when it comes to fat loss. Before I jump into this episode and into detail, I just want to say again a massive, massive thank you for every single one of you that do listen to this podcast and who show up week by week to download the episodes and also to everyone who has rated and reviewed the podcast. It, it abs- I, I cannot even put into words how much it means to me. So again, thank you so much for that. If you have not yet rated and reviewed the podcast and you are enjoying it and you are learning from it, I would really appreciate it if you do have a moment to drop a rating or a review. All right, so I'm going to start with what do you do the day after you have overeaten, right? And then from there, I'm going to jump into why do we actually overeat? Three of the main reasons why we overeat. Now, let's say you start this new diet plan and you stick into your plan and you adhere into your plan and everything's just running smoothly. And then all of a sudden, one day you go apeshit crazy and you consume all the calories in the world right? So you overindulge in foods that were not necessarily part of your plan. And this happens a lot. This is going to happen a lot on your fat loss expedition as you move forward. And when it does happen, this it happened to myself as well, and I see it with a lot of people, is the day after we or you overindulge in foods and calories, what often happens is then that feeling of guilt comes along with the overindulgence. And I think a lot of the times we, you, tend to dwell within that feeling or that negative or those negative emotions that come with overindulgence. Sometimes you might feel like you failed the plan. So you then stop and you're like, yeah, fuck it. It's already Thursday. I've overindulged. So you know what? Screw the weekend and diet starts Monday again. And that's not an exceptionally great way to tackle this expedition of yours because 
Those days where you're just hanging and waiting around, those are wasted days, days that could have been utilized for you to continue working on your fat loss goals. So that's one end of the spectrum of overindulgence. So what they do or what you do the day thereafter. Then on the other end of the spectrum is a lot of the times with that feeling of guilt, you would then say, you know what, I'm going to cut my calories down to an exceptionally low amount the next day to make up for the day before that. Or what I've seen a lot of people do is then quote unquote, and for the lack of better words, punish yourselves with extra cardio. So then you go to the gym and you run on that treadmill and you do that stepping machine because you want to, I don't like saying this word, but you want to burn off the extra calories that you consumed the day before. And essentially with that mindset, what you're doing is you creating a lot of negativity around exercise because now you coupling the two together, you're like, shit, okay, I overate the day before. That was bad. That was so bad. Not bad, right? It's not bad at all. But then you believe you need to go and do exercise because you overate. And immediately your mind starts putting the two together and being like, you know what? I should only exercise because I've done something incorrect. I haven't stuck to the plan and I need to burn off the calories. And immediately, like I said, it starts creating that negative mindset when it comes to dieting and exercise and fat loss. So what I want you to start practicing and to start doing as you move forward with your fat loss expedition is let's say for example you do have a high calorie day and you do overindulge right what I want you to start doing is the very next day or that very moment where you know you have overindulged number one find the courage to forgive yourself immediately Okay, because by doing that, you're going to remove any guilt and you're going to remove any added emotions that came with the overindulgence. So you need to be brave enough to accept it and say, you know what, it happened and it's a hundred percent okay because my results, your results are not going to come from one day's worth of work. It's the averages over time and it's consistency that matters. So if you have one high calorie day every once in a while, it's okay. It's normal and it happens. And I want you to work on that mindset and being okay with that so that as soon as it does happen, and I say does because it's inevitable, it's going to happen on this journey as you move forward. But be willing to forgive yourself so that you don't dwell in it for too long. Because when you dwell in it, sister, that's where shit hits the fan. That's either where you're going to give up. That's either where you're going to feel sorry for yourself. That's either where you're going to start disliking yourself and saying that you can't do it. And nothing good happens there, right? So have the courage to, number one, forgive yourself. Number two, move on as per normal. Move on as per normal. Don't try and say, how do I rectify what I did yesterday? There must be a way where I can rectify it. What if I do this? No. Yesterday is yesterday. What happened in the past, you can't change that. Don't focus on what you can't control anymore. It happened. You overindulged. You're okay with it now. Move on as 
upon normal. Focus on the things that you can control now and not the things that you can't control. So what can you control the day after overindulging? You can control the meals that you're consuming. You can control the steps that you're taking. You can control the water that you're going to consume and focus on those things. Move on as per normal. And that brings me to point number three. Don't cut your calories by a ridiculous amount the next day. So let's say you consumed 500 calories over and above your goal for your calories for the day. Now, the next day you're like, oh, I consumed extra 500 calories. I've got to cut my calories by 500 the next day. So now instead of being on 1,500 calories, you're cutting your calories to 1,000 because you want to make up for yesterday. Don't do that. And here's the reason why. You might be okay for that day on 1,000 calories, but what is going to happen? And I say going to happen because I've seen it over and over and over again, is the moment you cut your calories to make up for a day that, that you overindulged, you're okay for that one day where you've cut your calories, but the next day that hunger, boom, it strikes. And then what happens is it leads to more overindulgence. So again, don't cut your calories to a ridiculously low amount to make up for overeating the day before. It's just going to create such a, oh, such a big cycle of overindulgence at the end of the day because you're going to be hungry, you're going to want to consume food, but now you're restricting yourself, you're placing all these food rules around your calories and your food, and again, it creates quite a bit of negativity. So move on as per normal, don't cut your calories to a ridiculously low amount. At the end of the day, it's all about your averages over time and not specifically what you do only for one day. And point number four, and I touched on it a bit earlier, is don't punish yourself with extra cardio or exercises. Go to the gym, go for your run, go for your walk as you had planned, okay? Don't say, oh my God, I ate so much yesterday, I have to go to the gym today, or I have to go and run, and then go and do it purely because you're feeling guilty or because you want to burn off the extra calories. It really does create such a negative mindset around this entire journey, expedition, whatever you want to call it. Né? So don't punish yourself with that. Proceed as per normal. Say, you know what, my step goal for today was 8,000. I'm still going to smash that 8,000 steps. And you know what, if I've got an hour left of the day, and I've smashed those 8,000 steps, maybe I'll push for an extra 1,000 just to challenge myself, but not because I feel that I have to burn off the calories that you ate yesterday. So in short, get up, brush yourself off, and continue pushing forward. If you are not a member of mine on one of my programs, what I would suggest that you start doing with your your login on MyFitnessPal is set up an Excel sheet for yourself and actually capture your daily calories. So let's say you had 1,500 calories on Monday and you had 1,400 calories on the Tuesday. Do that for the seven days. So when you do overindulge on the Thursday, for example, right? 
you say, okay, cool, I've overindulged, but what are my average calories for the seven days? And more often than not, your average calories for the week is going to come in lower than your calorie goal. And I'm a firm believer in when we see things like that and we see it on paper, that's where your mindset starts shifting. So create yourself a little Excel sheet and start looking at your weekly averages of your calories and it will really help you. I want to say it will really help with that mindset of, okay, cool, I overindulged and I'm over my calories, but my weekly calories are still under my goal and it will help you be okay with it. It will help you see the bigger picture and it will help you to move on swiftly. And that's what you want. You don't want to dwell in a situation for too long. You don't want to throw away three or four days because of one day. That's wasting time. We don't want to waste fucking time. Time is valuable. So work out a way forward for yourself, but I, I honestly, I cannot suggest a better way than tracking your daily calories as well as, and very importantly, your weekly calories, your averages. Now let's dive into the three biggest reasons why overeating takes place. Number one, overeating takes place because, are you ready for this? Because you are under eating. You are cutting your calories to a ridiculously low amount, probably because this is what you made to believe that you have to do, right? So you cut them down to a thousand calories or 1,200 calories, or if you've done or doing the 28 day diet, you less than 1,000 calories per day. And the moment you're under eating, you can sustain that for a week, maybe for two weeks. You're going to be very miserable. You're going to be very grumpy. You're going to be hangry most of the time. And this is not ideal, right? Let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade and be real with one another. It's not ideal, okay? And then after a week or two weeks of under eating, consuming very little calories, you just can't anymore. There's absolutely no way you can sustain that. And that then leads to overeating because the moment you have something, a food that you haven't had for two weeks, right, you lose control and then overindulgence takes place. Then after the overindulgence has taken place, if you don't follow what I told you in the first part of this episode, then you immediately start cutting calories again. And you're like, oh shit, for three days I've overindulged on my calories. I need to cut them again. And that is where the error comes in. Then you cut them by a substantial amount again. You're under eating. You can sustain that for about a week or two. And then boom, you overeat again. And that's that cycle that we want to break, that you need to break. You need, I never tell people that they need to do things, but for your fat loss to be sustainable, you need to break that vicious cycle of under eating, overeating, under eating, overeating. And I know it's very difficult in the beginning to eat a decent amount of calories because we are so wired or you are so wired by the diets and diet culture of the past that has told you you can't eat. So I totally understand the fear of increasing your calories, but it is something that you have to start doing. The fat loss might not be as fast, but I can tell you something now, it's going to be far more consistent than 
what comes with the yo-yo cycle of dieting. So ideally you want to start looking at eating a consistent amount of calories throughout the week so that there is no under eating that takes place. Because like I said, the moment you under eat and you're not fueling your body with the correct amount of calories, you can't sustain that. And that underlying hunger, it stays underlying for a little bit. And then like I said, it just hits you out of the blue and that's where overeating takes place. And then reason number two for overeating, I know this is also going to be mind-blowing. A lot of you don't want to accept it, and a lot of you pull a blind eye on it, but overeating takes place due to boredom. You are not hungry, you are bored. And out of boredom, you have created a habit of eating. So now it's become habitual. So you're not necessarily hungry but you're consuming food or snacks because you're bored. So let's take Netflix for an example. You're watching Netflix in the evening and your hands are bored. Your mind is bored. Yeah, you're watching something, but there's time. And you immediately are like, oh, okay, what can we do? And that is where the snacks come out. Now, out of that boredom, you've gone to the snack cupboard. You've got some snacks. And now your mind associates that time with Netflix with snacks as well. So now you've created a habit out of it. So boredom then leads to habits. And you need to look at breaking that habit. And if it's not with Netflix and it just comes out of boredom during the day because you've got extra time to kill, that's also, like I said, it's really it's stemming from that boredom. So then you need to find something to do with that time. And ideally, you want to find something that aligns with your goals of fat loss. I mean, if your goals are fat loss. And you won't believe it, but I get so many questions on how do we overcome this? How do we do this? And I'm like, well, you need to identify the times of the day that you are snacking. Is it with Netflix? Is it when you're bored? Is it when you've got extra time during the day? Identify that. Don't just think that the answer is magically going to appear. You need to put the work in and start off by identifying why you are snacking or why you are overeating, why you are bored and why it has become a habit. Write those things down and then write down how you can potentially change that, how you can utilize your time so that you aren't bored and how you can break those habits, what you can add in there that is going to align with your goals. You need to write these things down. You need to start working on them. Do something productive when you're bored. If you haven't cleaned your cupboards for a year, right? Do a massive cleanup. If you haven't washed your curtains, take the curtains down wash them, journal, go for a walk, get some steps in, do some squats and actively try and do something so that you don't become bored. That's in short is saying, you know what, if you're eating out of boredom, try and do something else during that time whilst you are bored. There is so much to do. And I know that I live in a tiny, tiny apartment and I'm always like, I have to do this. I need to do this. I need to clean out the cupboards. So there's always, there's always something to do. I know you guys struggle with the same thing. Your cupboards, your kitchen cupboards, that bucky, that Tupperware is still missing its lid. When you get bored again, go look for the lids for your Tupperware. 
Nee? Because that's going to kill that boredom. It's going to keep you busy. It's going to keep your mind occupied. And you're not going to be eating out of boredom because now you're looking for the Tupperware lids. Okay. And then number three, the third reason why you tend to overeat, and this is one that I'm sure a lot of people will relate to, is out of comfort. So as soon as we or you are placed in a stressful situation or you've had an emotional day or something has taken place, your boss has been an absolute dickhead towards you, you seek comfort and you then seek comfort within food because in that very moment, food makes you feel good and all you want to do is feel good because you've had a shitty day. So you turn to the thing that you know makes you feel good. The issue with this is that feeling of goodness, is that a word? That feeling of goodness is very short lived. It's only going to bring you happiness for a minute or two. And after that, you're going to be right back where you started. Your boss is still going to be an absolute fucking dickhead. And I'm going to share something quite personal with you guys here to show you. I really want to be able to show you that it is possible if you tackle your emotions head on, how much it really does help. So I have this love-hate relationship with smoking and I'm currently at the point where I'm a non-smoker, but it's always a difficult thing for me because it's there and the temptation is there. And again, it you can sort of relate that with say comfort eating for example every time I feel a little bit stressed or emotional I immediately think of cigarettes and smoking and I had to find ways of moving forward and the other day myself and my boyfriend had a little bit of a not an argument we don't argue we chat about things but there was just something that wasn't sitting well with me and immediately I felt a little bit emotional and I, I caught myself I went to the shop and I bought a packet of cigarettes and I came back home and I was like Mandy what are you fucking doing I'm like you're gonna have a cigarette now it's gonna make you feel better in the moment but you still need to sort out the issue at hand so right there and then I picked up the phone I phoned him we discussed it like normal human beings adults Five minutes, laughing, smiling, happy. I took the inches, the cigarettes. I gave them to someone who wanted them. And that is what you need to do with eating for comfort. I know it's not easy. I know it isn't. But you need to tackle the issue or the thing that is bugging you. You need to tackle that head on or else it's always going to be there and you're going to sit with these added emotions and you're going to turn to food for comfort in my case anchies okay you guys will be happy to know i haven't smoked for a very very long time but like i say there are those triggers and that's the same with food and comfort eating you need to be able to identify those triggers as well so that if it does happen you can you armed with the knowledge of oh shit it's going to potentially happen now and you can try and avoid that or just sort of move past it if possible and then journal write things down write down your feelings write down your emotions write down why you are feeling that way if you want to turn to food for comfort write down how it's going to help you long term 
I'm going to tell you now, you're not going to be able to come up with an answer because there's nothing long-term about it. It's short-term. Write down, does it align with your goals? And then also just write down basic little things within your journal. Phone a friend, go for a walk, listen to a podcast, Google something that you've been wanting to learn, you know, occupy your mind and help combat that comfort eating. And lastly, I'm going to say this, and it's it's something that I've been thinking about a lot, is we need to, and I say we because myself included, is we need to identify other things in life that we find comfort in, that we enjoy, that makes us happy. So that in a moment of sadness or frustration or anxiety, we have something else to turn to. Because if food is the only thing that brings you comfort, it's going to be very difficult not to turn to it in a moment where you are seeking comfort. So use these points and identify why it is that you are overeating if you are and then work on a way forward as to how you can combat it. Remember changes don't take place overnight. There are going to be days where you overeat. Fuck I still have days where I overeat. I don't have an issue with it because I know it's the averages over time. It's what I do consistently that adds up and I don't consistently overeat so it does not phase me. But again find a way that works for you but always remember I'm going to leave you on this note if you do overeat the most important thing to do is to forgive yourself immediately because there is it, it's, it happens and don't dwell in it for too long you are human we are human these things happen forgive yourself and move on as per normal on that note i'm going to love and leave you like i usually do keep smiling keep laughing and keep being kind to one another much love your non-smoking friend Mandy. I just said that with a very big smile.